Yeah. Yeah, man. I woke up with a bunch of shit on my mind I'm breaking the curses through the verses for a stick and design The time's wilder than they ever been Vibing in the salt like a terrapin Laughing to aspire through the heavy ones The beast roll up They got no chances on advancing when my piece roll up We keep it cooking like rotisserie The mystery on how to navigate through it all We're stepping smarter than we bothered with the breaks in the fall So whether burning hot for summer or be mad in the cold I call a robber MC so we can stroll down the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Rob the MC Cole, let's hit the rabbit hole Down the rabbit hole Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast A podcast where we talk about all types of random stuff um, Obviously you guys have followed me for quite some time We've talked about my experiences in the dubs But we're going to try something do- new today we got a new guest, a person I find very intriguing um, And out of the box uh, she is really talented. She's a great musician. She um, is under five foot ten, uh, weighs under one hundred and forty pounds. She's in some countries she'd be considered munchkin, but then uh, in this situation she's not. <laughs> but she's a very sweet person. So guys, I want to walk you in, welcome you in to, and her into the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. Her name is Kadan Ye. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. All right, Kadanya, this has been an interview that's been taken many years in the making. I would say one year specifically, not a long time. But um, you just seem to be a very talented person. Um, and I think, you know, growing up, <clears throat> listening to certain types of m- music, um, you you learn about different cultures, but you don't appreciate them as much. And my introduction to, you, to this specific culture um, was this song my dad played all the time. Give me one second. And maybe you know this song, maybe you don't. But I'm going to play it for like a couple seconds. Some, um. Hold up. All right, this is the song, I think. Let me see if it's the correct song. I'm trying to Yep. This was the song by Shinehead. And my dad always played this song. I'm gonna get to the beat. It's a jungle out there. Right I'm off it. Sometimes it has to be a rag I'm off it. Well, it might, 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 but a rag I'm off it. Sometimes it has to be a rag I'm off it. Stand front. What do you do for the ground? Ground, 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 ground. What do you do for the ground? Ground, ground, ground. Come now. So, have you ever heard of that song before ever in your entire life? Uh, it doesn't sound familiar, but maybe it was played around me, but not okay. something that's familiar to me. Because no. it's good to ask a person who's, who's, who's Jamaican, you know, um, who's from that culture, if that matters. That, that was my introduction into that type of music yeah. as a kid. I was... Well, anyway, um, that's why, uh, you know, it's good to talk to people from certain cultures to kind of get an idea, because that was my introduction to Jamaican people. So you've never heard of this person, um, I think his name is Shinehead. Let's yeah, see. I've heard of Shinehead. 
Is that a real Jamaican person or is that a fake person? That's no, not it's real. It's okay. real, a real artist. Mm-hmm. That just that song it doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Is he popular? Is he is he popular back home? Yeah. Very, very popular. Okay. Got you. This song looks like um let's see. The song looks like it was made. Let's see. This song came out in 1988. Mm, okay. So that was my introduction to Jamaican culture. So tell me about um, who you are, where you grew up, mm-hmm. and um, your genre of music, and we'll we'll go down the rabbit hole on that. Or that's what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, I was um, born in uh, Westmoreland. Jamaica, mm-hmm. that's on the west side of the island. Um, grew up in Black River, St. Elizabeth, so big up Black River, yeah. And um, yeah, man. <laughs> that's you at the Grammy Awards, uh huh. Uh huh, uh huh, God's willing. And then um, throughout, uh, I would say, high school, I kind of started to do music. Um, Actually, it wasn't even reggae music that inspired me to start doing music. It was actually um, hip-hop music. So, like, the big names like Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott. And I like Little Wayne, too, and T.I. And even Sean Kingston, he's Jamaican, too. So, like, I like their type of vibe when it comes to music and rapping. Because rapping is what I really got interested in and that's how I started to just write songs and annoy my friends at school I used to go to boarding school so I'll be singing all the time and annoying them so for people who don't know what boarding school is what is boarding school so for me I went to an all-girls boarding school Uh, I don't know if they have uh, boarding school with guys and girls but um, yeah all-girls boarding school so you are not home you literally sleep on campus just like if you're going to college but it's not co-head that's the word and so yeah you go to your quarters as you would say and you sleep you eat there and then when it's time to go to school in the morning you head up to school so so why did you not go to public school versus boarding school? What's the difference in in terms of expectation and you know, schooling? What's the difference? Yeah, so for me that just where I'm from, um, just the caliber of what the school is about, it's called Hampton School for Girls. Um that just from you know, when you're small, if you're young, going to any type of primary school, that's the top school that you want to go to when you graduate from primary school. So for a lot of us young girls, that's that was our dream. And, you know, luckily I passed my exams and was able to attend the school of my dreams. And you had to pay for it? Is it is yeah. like, oh, so it's not free? No, it's not free at all. <laughs> yeah, you have to pay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to pay your student fees and all of that that's your parents they're looking at the yeah, yeah looking at the bill like you're in college dang so so okay so you gotta pay 
So wow. So your your mom must have really wanted you to go to to a really really good school. Yep, yep, yep. Even um so the thing is you are able to repeat a grade. So I was suck at math. I sucked really at math. So mm-hmm. um when I was in grade 6, that's the year you do your exams and then decide if you know you're ready to go to um high school and my mom was like, "Uh-uh, you ain't ready what the math yet. Everything else is fine, but you need to brush up more on your math." So she actually made me repeat grade 6. What? Yeah. Just to make sure I made it to the school. And I made it. <laughs> you had to repeat school? Great. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Dang, I, I got threatened with that in middle school a couple of times. Yeah. But never I, happened. I was cool with it because I actually really wanted to go to the school as well. So I was like... So you had to do school all over, the same grade all over again? Uh-huh. That wasn't frustrating? No, it wasn't frustrating because I really wanted to go to the high school. So I was Damn like, that. I'm yeah. trying to get up out this motherfucker. Uh-uh. If I pass for another type of school, I'll be like, hell, I would ball my eyes out. And then if I didn't pass for the school my first year, I wouldn't want to put my mom through to probably pay extra money just to get me in. Nah, I ain't about that life. <laughs> Damn, that's interesting. I've never, I've never met someone that got, re- I know people that got held back. We call it held back in America. We got mm-hmm. held back, not mm-hmm. repeating. Mm-hmm. So interesting. But okay. it was my choice. It wasn't a choice of the school or anything. Like you, you're, oh, you okay. could make the decision if you want to. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. I should have stayed was, in high school was, 10 more years. I was good in school. Like I came in top 10 in my class and stuff, but that one subject, math, she, she wasn't too sure if I would pass what, it. What type of math was it? Um, Math that y'all don't do at primary school, high grade level math, algebra and all of that stuff, hardcore. So when I yeah, so when I came, when I actually then graduated from high school in Jamaica, we graduated from high school in eleventh grade. So when I came to the U.S., uh, y'all had twelfth grade. So I'm like, okay, for my transition to college to be easier, let me just go to twelfth grade. And man, y'all's maths was easy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, very easy. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because I did it already. <laughs> but you, you count. You, you guys don't count like feet, right? You guys don't do feet, right? Feet? What do you mean? Like you like twelve? Like when you're measuring, you guys don't measure length and feet. Um. Yeah, sometimes we do that, but like let's we're, let's say we're talking about. You guys do British me- measurement. Right. So what, what, what's your... What I'm saying, if, if, if I take a tape, a piece of tape, right, mm-hmm. a, a ruler, uh-huh. we're looking at 12 inches for a foot. Yeah. You guys don't do 12 inches for a foot. Maybe we do centimeters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when it comes to driving, we do kilometers instead yeah. of miles. So, yeah. So you were able to master that and also still do good in American math. Yeah. Even though it's totally different. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. So I did like twelve subjects in grade seven. So how many how many kilometers is a is is a hundred miles per hour? Ask me math questions right now. <laughs> I still suck at it. You 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 the, the genius. <laughs> no, don't ask me those math questions right now. Oh, okay. Maybe embarrass myself. I got you. That's super cool. Okay, so you graduated. Blah blah blah. All right. Um. So how was that transition from? What's the biggest difference you noticed from American people and Jamaican people? Um, neighborhoods, like Mm. nobody comes out and talk to each other. I like uh, when I came up, I was just living with my father. So it was like when he's at work, I'm just home by myself. So compared to Jamaica, you have your neighbors, you're used to your neighbors. So we could just come outside, sit outside of the gate, 
talk, chat, whatever. Everybody in the U.S., they're just inside their house cooped up. Yeah, nobody knows each other. You'll probably just say hi and that's it. But in Jamaica, everybody's like out there talking, laughing, you know, having fun. Yeah. Well, basically, everyone in America is basically crazy. We got a lot of crazies in America. Probably, yeah. And we got a lot of guns, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do, do you have guys have free ability to have guns in Jamaica? Like, everyone, any, any citizen can have a gun? No, I don't think so. You still have to have your license for that. But a lot of people don't even have guns. If they do, it's probably legal if they don't get the license. Yeah. But, but, but I'm saying, do people, are, are they allowed to carry guns? Like, just, just in a Jamaican citizen? They'll be like, you know what? I want to go to the grocery store today. I want to have a, have a gun on me. I'm sure you can. But I've just, we, I've haven't lived around people that just say, oh, yeah, I have a gun. No, most of us live freely without a gun. The most, most times you'll probably see people with guns is probably on the east side of the country, like Kingston, Portmore, where it's a little more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm from country, so people don't have guns. Mm. Like that. Now you said country. Is that like running water <laughs> country or what? Yeah, running water. But like it, country is different in different aspects. Some people live in the mountains. Some people live in on the plains. So for me, uh, Black River, I I would call Black River the suburbs of the country. Nothing really happens there. Like everything shuts down maybe by eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And then the school I went to, it was in the mountains. So you'll pass literally people living in the mountains. They have like the, the houses on the, the hill. Yeah. So what's the biggest difference between a country, a person from, hold on, give me one second. What's the biggest difference between a, con- a person from, from the country part of Jamaica versus the city? Like style, dressing, talking, what's the di- difference? Oh yeah, so as you know, just like America, Everybody is American, but the the southern accent is different from the northern accent, from the western and the eastern accent. So it's the same thing with Jamaicans as well. Where I'm from, St. Elizabeth, our accent is different from a Kingstonian's accent or uh, someone maybe from St. Anne's or Trelawney or something like that. So yeah, we have different accents, although everybody speaks Patwa. Do you do dress dressed differently too? Um, I would say... In a way, depending on where you're at, you probably might dress differently, but I don't really think so because at the end of the day, the whole Jamaica is hot. So you're going to wear your shorts, your dresses. So I don't think so. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. So, so when we listen to Jamaican accents in America, whether they're really Jamaican people or not, what accent are they typically make? What t- are they are they typically making fun of? Not making fun of, but they're typically trying to recreate when you listen. What do you hear? So a lot of people, when they try to recreate a Jamaican accent, they try to talk like a Rastafarian or something like that, where they say Yaman or something like that. But we don't say Yaman. We say, I, I say Yaman, like Y-E-A-M-A-N. But is it, is it like, is the one that a lot of people do that you hear or hear, does it sound like more of a Kingstonian or more of a countryside one? What, what, what does it sound like? Doesn't sound like anything to me because oh, kings okay. like first a lot of kings like Kingstonians they sound different whether you're uptown or downtown. Oh, right? even different in Kingston. Yeah, uptown people are more speaky spoky, and then downtown people sound a little more. I don't want to say ratchet, but um, a little more not speaky spoken you know they're not trying to speak proper english mm-hmm. yeah so sean kingston we're part of kingston do you know offhand where he's from 
No, I don't. Okay, I know some yeah. random question. Just ask Do y'all know where they come from? Uh-uh. What about, um, you know, there's a popular musician um, in the early 2000s. Um, he came out with the song, uh, Sexy Ladies in the Party. Who's that guy? Light skin. Sean, uh, Sean Pong. Is he from Jamaica or is he really a fake? Yeah, he's from Jamaica. He really is. He looked like a white dude. Yeah, but... Is he white? That... No, he's not white. No, not at all. He's probably got mixed parents, but that's it. But yeah, he's a hundred percent Jamaican. He's, yeah. So back home, he's like he's like Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's a big deal in Jamaica. Him and Shaggy. Mm-hmm. So Sean Paul from the King countryside or more of the the. I don't even know where Sean Paul is. I just know Sean Paul is big. <laughs> he's oh, one you... of our best artists out there. Oh, okay. You don't, I don't know offhand where of their backgrounds. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> she likes. Stop asking me all these encyclopedia stuff. <laughs> I got you. Because where I'm from, you know, I know every, I pretty much try to know all the celebrities. Because this, mm-hmm. but it's about six hundred, seven thousand people. So I try mm-hmm. to learn. Because we, we're proud. We're very proud as Baltimoreans. We're yeah. Like, oh yeah, yo, we, we love our city. Like he's yeah. from the West Side. He's from yeah. this part of town. So yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I don't dig that dig that deep into their backgrounds or anything. I just know he's Jamaican, he's from Jamaica, he represents us, good, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So tell me about your athletic background, because I do know you're a bit of an athlete, and mm-hmm. um, tell me about that. Is it, how, how important, because we know the Olympics are about to come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And America's about to get gold in the all track and field. And Jamaica will be second place, which is fine. Whatever rocks your boat. <laughs> it's rocking my boat. <laughs> yeah, it's really rocking it. Um, but, uh, you know, so how important is the Olympics to Jamaican people? Oh, yeah. It's like a thing we wait for every four years. Because growing up in Jamaica, from your small, you are going to do track and field. No matter what, you have to probably <laughs> do it at least one time in your life. Oh, really? Because straight from i would say infant school we have what's called sports day i don't think um americans have that but for once you're in infant school primary school high school college we have what's called sports day every year we are split up in teams so that's our team for the entire time we're at that specific school oh really yeah so that's your house oh, wow. we call it your house that's your you're either in the red house the yellow house the blue house like harry potter type stuff yes okay so every year you you know when it comes around to that time they choose their fastest runners um and you i got a joke real quick hold up Curry okay. Potter. <laughs> Curry Potter. Okay, I'm sorry. So you pick your house with team. Yeah, so you they put you in a team and that's your team for the entire time you're there at the school. So each year if you're good at running, you try you try out to be a part of the team. Um and then you practice 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 until the day comes and you you know, you rack up points and whosoever has the most points at the end of the day, they they're the champion house. And y'all got trophies year. and everything? Yeah, the house gets trophies. You get your trophies if you win. The 100 meter, the 200 meter, the 400 meter, the relays. We have everything like we're in the Olympics. Oh, see, we do stuff like, you know, there's a high school team, football team or basketball team. You want to get on a team, you try out. Mm-hmm. You got junior varsity. Mm-hmm. You have varsity. Mm-hmm. Junior varsity is for the younger people, usually right. freshmen, whoever. Right. Then you get good. Or mm-hmm. sometimes a freshman could be on a varsity if they're that right. damn good. Mm-hmm. And then you go against other schools with uniforms and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah. it's a little bit different from what you're saying. Way different they yeah. train us from where young yeah yeah where we is optional like if you want to be a part of the school team you want to try out mm-hmm. ah so so here's the thing now in relation to yours you compete against schools so now we we do have that as well so separate from you know the competitions within the school they have 
like it's a track and field. So you'll have that one where you actually, and it's called boys and girls champs. So it's like you, you now the best of your school go up against the best of the other high schools in Jamaica. Oh, yeah. wow. So I, who's the best? Who's, who's well known as being like the top, like track and field, like they're a powerhouse. They produce like all yeah. the best. Which school? Uh, Jamaica College, Calabar. Um, and I think Jamaica College is an all-boys school. Calabar is an all-boys school. Um, then you have like Ellenwood uh, for the girls. Um, you have Stets, that's from St. Elizabeth. That's a co-head school. Um, and you have other more schools. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, that's Hampton so cool. Hampton is not at the top at all. Your school? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, so, you, so you go, you play, um, you play soccer to my knowledge, right? A little bit, but not not professionally whether it's through high school or anything like that my high school kind banded it mm-hmm. and then when i like probably when i was in the ninth or tenth grade they tried to bring it back but it was a flop oh yeah. wow okay yeah so let's talk about your love for music we talked about your background how you grew up the differences um and your influences um T- name what's your first album that you've ever produced i'm curious mm-hmm. what so was the name of it it's called miss international so it was uh my first project it was an ep and it had five songs about it and so my idea of my first ep was to dedicate it to god so mm-hmm. it was more of a christ-based type of song and then in relation to that I, I i love conscious music i'm trying to be a conscious artist where i could educate and uplift uh the youth so it was a mixture of christ-like music and conscious music at the same time yeah interesting so so i'm just curious because you know i'm i'm a former Jehovah's witness myself this whole podcast is mm-hmm. about my experience growing up there did you have any Jehovah's witnesses in jamaica oh yeah we had those people too how was now how was that how so is a jamaican jehovah there's a, 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 a jumping jehoshaphat jehovah witness from jamaica different than the jehovah's witness here um based on what i've heard it's kind of not different because let's say uh, in primary school, right? Mm-hmm. I believe, like, when we used to say prior and stuff, like, they never used to say it either. So you've seen them? They would knock on your door in the countryside? Oh, no. they they Did they? Shoot, it's been so long. I think they've tried, but no. Because at the end of the day, most of us um are, like, oh, we, we go get with uh, denomination. So we're either, like, bat- Baptist, Pentecostal, or anything like that. We didn't have, like, a... a, a, a uh, overflux of uh, Jehovah Witnesses, but we did have Jehovah Witnesses in my area. Yeah, Black really? River. But yeah, we've had door to door people. That is true. I've experienced that. But did, did anybody in your family like like battle battle with them or, t- or argue with them? No, not at all. Uh, okay. Uh-uh. Would you Jamaican people? Do you think they would just take the literature, or would they be like, Nah, I'm good? Uh, probably people will try to take the literature, but that that was it. Like you're being <laughs> nice, but you you're not gonna try to come a second, third time and think you're gonna come through the doors. No. <laughs> I would love to see a Jehovah a Jehovah Witness versus like a Rastafarian like a conversation. Yeah. I wonder how that would be. Oh, I think the Rastafarians would probably tear them apart. You think so? Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Oh, I'd be interested in the watch. I put some money on that on verses. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So cool. So you you did a Christian based album. Uh, or you had Christ, not Christ like. I Christ like. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, cool. Not no. Um, okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. So then, was the second album? 
Um, so I don't have a second album oh, out. second EP. I don't have a second EP out. I just um, so after I put out the first EP, then I try to focus on singles. So okay. what I've realized is, okay, I put out the Christlike music. I put out the conscious music. Then after the EP, I put out more conscious singles. So I'm like, let me focus on lovers rock music. Right, I so. love love. <laughs> Let's talk about Lover's Rock. What does that mean? Because in American, I'm like, what is that? I mean, I never mm-hmm. heard of a Lover's Rock. So Lover's Rock music is like nice, slow tempo music about love. Yeah. But what makes it Lover's Rock besides the slow tempo and just love? Is there specific instruments? Mm. Um, I would say, you know, the normal instruments, drums, kick drums, snares. So they're not yeah. like Trey songs, like this hoe came over and then slurpy derp derp. Um, no, not a Trey Songs type, but it could be like Trey Songs lyrics with freaky a stuff. reggae vibe. So, so lovers rock can be freaky. Um, if you if you if you put it right, yeah, it can be freaky. Yeah, I didn't know there was a, this is more conservative because there's R and B and there's oh, like no. there's more like. Mm-hmm. There's like R&B from the 70s Which is different mm-hmm. than R&B's in the 90s Yeah, yeah, oh yeah It can definitely be freaky If um, you, you you listen to the lyrics Oh, okay <laughs> Yeah So so explain this dance hall I've never, I've, I've heard of it And all mm-hmm. black people You know, you, if, you, if, mm-hmm. if you're in any major city in America You've, you've heard of it um, Is that considered like a good thing From the older school Jamaican people Like people who are like 50s, 60s Do they respect mm-hmm. it Or they look down upon dance hall music So the thing is Dance hall music that has actually been around since like the 1980s. So like if you oh, heard of like okay. Yellow Man or Barrington Levy or any of those types of artists, like they kind of geared or tried to um, maneuver dancehall into the more mainstream type of uh, music industry. So yeah, it's been around, but the thing is the style changed. So what is dancehall now? Older people might not relate to it or like it because of how more raunchy it's become it was raunchy back then yeah. but it's more raunchy now like the words that are used comparing to trying to be subliminal about it back in the day mm. yeah so for people a lot of people watch videos on instagram about like jamaican people and how wild you guys dance mm-hmm. you're doing like humping to the point mm-hmm. where i'm like how do they not hurt themselves and and uh-huh. flipping and doing all that is the, what is the st- what is the culture of that? What is the story behind of the the level of expressiveness and wildness? It's like as Americans, we dance, we're wild, but it seems like Jamaican people take it to the next level. I've seen some crazy ass videos, yeah. like a big girl jumping on a, on a skinny guy, yeah. like slamming on him, yeah. and it looks crazy. Yeah. Explain why people do that. What is there? Yeah. Honestly, I just think that Jamaicans are free spirited and they like to create stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like dancing like that and whining as we call it you know compared to americans y'all call it um slow dance twerking twerking okay but twerking is so different from whining whining is all in the waist and stuff so it's like we try to create so many different uh ways to i guess express ourselves um when we dance and as you know dance hall dance in like it's like dance in a hall so it's like all about dancing um and you know it just happen to be something where it's like we dance very vulgar which is something we like and it's not only here in jamaica um or it's a caribbean thing so i'm not sure if you ever heard of soca but yeah I heard they do 
you know, wild dancing as well. You've heard a carnival. If you ever watch people at carnival, they're whining on each other. And it's like two strangers could come together, dance. They separate and they go, you know, they go their ways. It's not something very, um, what I should say, intimate where someone should be jealous about it. People are just trying to have fun. Oh, okay, in America, yeah, where I'm from, you ain't doing that. You you gonna yeah, get shot. Yeah, we gonna be bumping and grinding. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> somebody gonna get popped. Somebody might not make it out. Unfortunately, <laughs> gun violence is not good. Yeah. But um, okay, but so, but my question is, why why so wild? Why are they like oh. blasting, like like literally like leaping onto each other? Is it is it like one upmanship? I just think that maybe one person. I honestly don't have a, a, a definite answer for you. It's like one person created it. Everybody started following it. They thought it was cool and it just went on from generation to generation. Has, has anybody, you ever seen someone do that stuff? Yeah, I've Like seen jumping it. up and down and stuff like that and flipping yeah. on each other? Yeah. Has that ever happened, happened to you? Uh, I've had times when I get lift up. Yeah, but not people. They lift you up. What do you mean, Livy? Tell me about that. <laughs> like they lift you up and you, you know, they. Like, I wouldn't say they literally bump your body with each other, your front front part. If you don't see her, it's literally like a porn, like when you pick up a small person and you're like banging them out. So that's what oh they do? God. You've had that happen my to you? My mother's not hearing this, huh? They've always done. <laughs> that's happened to you? Yeah, because it's just fun. Because you're a smaller person? Is that scary as a woman? Small, yeah. Is that scary as a woman? Like someone random person picking you up and doing that? If, if, if it's a stranger that I'm dancing with and they want to do it, I'm kind of like, uh, I, I'm not sure what you're going to do with me because I'm small. But if it's like someone I know, if they want, you know, if, if they lift me up, I'm like, okay, I'm safe with this person. That's a <laughs> different level of friendship. Someone just pick you up and do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's called daggering. It's called daggering. And we even have a song of it, of it too. It's called daggering. daggering time. So, so when someone did it to you, they weren't, they, they were they like hard or something? This is weird because as a woman, I would be like terrified. Well, at the end of the day, we don't, females don't got penises. So it, if the guy wants to do it hard, he just got to make sure that he don't hurt himself. <laughs> but when they're daggering someone, they, yeah. they're erect? Uh, I've never come across that situation <laughs> before. No. So my question to you is, if a, what if a woman don't want to be, because I see that, again, you being picked up, you said a friend, someone you know. Yeah. But in the culture, you say everyone's more comfortable doing this type stuff. Yeah. But if a woman, because in America, women say, you know, black women will say, you know, I don't like random dudes like dancing up on me if I don't know you like that. Right. And yeah. they're like, I'm good. We go through that too. That's true. Okay. So this is my question. Uh-huh. As, as expressive and as animated as you guys' dances are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In your culture. Yeah. How dangerous is that for a woman to say that, that hey, I'm good on that? Is that dangerous? It doesn't just start off with him daggering you. He I has know. to feel up. You I understand. Know. I understand. But there's, there's definitely been situations where women have said, no, I'm good. Yeah. Is that dangerous for women as well? Just like in America? No, you just look at them and walk off. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because women in America have been assaulted and beat up because of that. No, I've never had an issue or seen an issue where a guy was like, okay. You don't want to dance with me? me? I'm all like, stab you. No. You, oh. you just move. You keep it moving. Like, that's guys a, are used to that. That's how it should be. Yeah. So, but another. Another thing I noticed in, 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 in the videos I've seen, they'll dance with even the ugly women. 
Uh huh. One the big one, the overweight ones, the yeah, ugly ones. Yeah. Just because the overweight doesn't mean they're ugly, but I'm just right. saying they happen to be not as attractive as the other ones. The, they, they, they. As everyone gets it. Yeah. Everyone. If you, if a guy wants to dance with you, he sees that you're you're whining, you're dancing. I'm like, okay, you know, I wanna. But you notice that how they're girl. not. They're, is that true? Is that a thing that they not as they're not as picky as American? Like American Americans be like, I ain't talking mm-hmm. to her, bro. As in, they're picky sometimes. Like uh, I, I feel like guys are picky sometimes. Like oh, okay. they'll probably try to look at your face first and say okay i want to i want to vibe with this girl the same thing with girls like if a guy comes behind you and you 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 know you you see that he's trying to dance with you and you look behind you and he doesn't look appealing you're probably not going to dance with him but if you know if y'all are lit and you know he's like he probably not might be that good looking but he he's looking to have fun and you're looking to have fun why not we're just dancing and then once we're done dancing we go our separate ways so it just depends because mm. in carnival you're probably not gonna look for oh that that guy's cute i'm gonna I'm I'm dance with him because he's cute no like if this dude is oh his waistline looks good i'm gonna I'm want a piece of wine off of him Oh, that's what y'all say, piece of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay, mm-hmm. got you, got you. So, so my que- another question I was gonna ask you was, um, who has more game? Because I just seen a lot of Jamaican dudes. There's a stereotype that they're very slick talkers, mm-hmm. and they're very slick. In your experience dating, you've dated American people before. Yeah, like <laughs> one yeah. or two. Yeah, one or two in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so my question to you is who's the slicker talk American men or Jamaican men? If you had a if you had to put a fight like on versus, uh-huh. who's slick talker? Who's who's gonna get the draws quicker, you think? Not from you, but from a woman. Who do you think could to talk the draws off a woman? Definitely better? a Jamaican. Really? More than American? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if they can't whine. Yeah. <laughs> so why do you think the Jamaican man would slick talk better? Uh, I feel like uh, not from my perspective, but let's say just on regular female, the accent probably gonna catch you, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna be nice in the beginning. They're mm-hmm. gonna be you know flashy, try to wow you, you know, and then yeah, yeah, and then they probably get you, catch mm-hmm. you. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, that's cool. So as we get on the back end of the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast, we learned so much about you and your music, and I'm going to ask you about your new projects that you're wanting to get involved with. I learned that you also are big into sports. Mm-hmm. In America, it's, I mean, there are some women that like sports, mm-hmm. but I, I, not many of them really watch it, like watch it, watch it, like with the guys. Mm-hmm. What got you into, because I've learned that you love sport, basketball. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the, uh, the you know, on the finals? You got the F- F- Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. versus the Milwaukee Bucks. What are your thoughts? Honestly, like all the teams, all the four teams, whether it was the Suns, the Clippers, the Bucks, or the Hawks, whichever team wins, to me, they deserve it. Because all of those four teams, I feel like, deserve a trophy. It, it's been a long time coming for all of them. They work their butt off. So definitely, whether it's the Bucks or the Suns, um, Honestly, though, mm, between the Suns and the Bucks, I would love to see the Suns to win simply because of Chris Paul. He's been in it longer than all of them. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so each team that he goes to, he makes them better. That's true. So I feel like he finally deserves his break by just getting that trophy. Even if it's his only trophy for the rest of his entire career, he fa- his work finally paid off. 
So if you're Chris Paul, you win the championship, boom. Do you do you resign with the the Suns again for like three? Because he's he's going to get another contract, uh-huh. and I think he's angling for three years. Mm. That's that's what the word on the street is. Okay. So my question to you is because I think Chris Paul's in his mid to late thirties, so he's uh-huh. got. Let's say he's going to do three more years and he retire. Right. You win the championship. Do you resign with the Suns for three years, or you go with LeBron? Ah. <laughs> oh, you man. go somewhere else. I think so. I would say. Um, since him and LeBron are like friends, like they came up the same time, mm-hmm. I would say, well, if, Le- if maybe LeBron might be ending soon too, so why not? Let's try to get a, a, a championship together. Yeah, I, I would say if you get the chance to work with LeBron, work with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you wouldn't resign with the Suns for three more years? Um, for, if, it, if it's three more years to end my career, I mm-hmm. would say no. Try something new, like Go out with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. You already, okay, so it's just just try to mix it up. Yeah. And have fun. And he's been on so many different teams. Why not try one more? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell. So then, you know, you got Damian Lillard who might not come mm. back to Portland. You got Carmelo apparently. Really? I thought he said he would have stayed. He, he's saying that, but there's 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 rumblings or okay. fake rumblings that he might want to leave. Because okay. he he's not going to win a championship in Portland. We know that. Yeah. He's yeah, not. Yeah. So... Do you just blow the team up and go and move on from there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so my question to you is Melo is going to be leaving. Apparently, there's rumors of Melo wanting to go to the Lakers. Oh, That's what everyone wants to go to the Lakers. Right. So if, you, all right, so if you're LeBron, if you're on the Lakers, would you, would you want Melo go to the Lakers? I would say, like, ultra, like with him and Chris Ball, like Paul, I feel like those two people, man, they deserve a championship so much. Like, So if him going to the Lakers is going to, at least propel him to at least go to the finals. I would say go for. You think it, that would? But do you think adding Carmelo would would add to the Lakers championship opportunity? I would. Uh, I would think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they need to remove some people from the Lakers though to 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 house Carmelo yeah. Anthony mm-hmm. because he's not like the best in every game. So he can still drop about seventeen he, points a game. Yeah, he can. So yeah, you you would need to find a good person to work with him on the court when LeBron isn't on the court or So you bring Chris Paul and Melo okay. to the Lakers. Is that too much? Too many old guys? Too many old guys. I think I, I don't I can't see Well Chris Paul is still see. producing good. He just I, I, had dropped forty one points. He's not really he's older but he's still capable. I, I I just can't see LeBron, Carmelo and Chris Paul on the same team. I I, I don't think the NBA would ever do that. Well, well, why not? Why, what do you mean the NBA won't? I, I don't know. Melo's a free I just, agent. I just don't think they would do that. Melo, I mean, all right, so Melo wouldn't start. Melo would, come, would get, still get 30-plus minutes. Mm-hmm. He'd basically be the sixth man. He'd get all the minutes. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll, when LeBron is tired, because yeah. LeBron, you know, he's pacing himself now. He's not mm-hmm. playing. as he's, he's pacing himself. He's right. smart. So <clears throat> when you need a scoring punch and you're down by 10, 20 points, you can yeah. let Melo go off. Melo, go off. Yeah. Just go get buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chris Paul can be the starting. Who's the starting point guard for the for the Lakers? For the Lakers, I don't even know. Okay, so <laughs> Chris Paul's been great on every team he's been on. Yeah, he can distribute the ball, plays great defense, a great mm-hmm. sh- mid range shooter. He can he can take handling duties, or LeBron can take handling duties, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and he can get a bucket from time yeah. to time. Yeah, Chris Paul can get you tw- tw- from time to time. He can drop twenty, at least fifteen. I would say if you're bringing Chris Paul too, you should bring um, D Rose too. D Rose already played with LeBron. It did not work out well. Oh, okay. D Rose's game is better now, but he's he's doing good with with the New York Knicks. Oh, okay. And he's doing well with that team. Oh, okay. So, so you, do you think? Do you think? What about Porzingis? Dave, you heard about Porzingis wanting to go? I've heard of him before. He's a beast. So, so what about Porzingis? Where do you think he should go? Because because he's not getting along with Luka Doncic. 
I think they should probably. He's a good three pointer. He's tall. And yeah, they, really good shooter. Golden State definitely the tall guys. So mm-hmm. I would say put him over to Golden State for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would probably work with them light skinned niggas anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, colorism on the back end. Of- but 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 didn't you hear that they're trying to uh, prob- <laughs> possibly bring um. That guy from the 76ers to Golden State. Oh, you mean Ben Simmons? Yeah. He ain't. What are you going to do? They don't need they, he, I don't think they need him. Yeah, they don't need him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an interesting case. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's because he's young or he's I don't just, know. He's, good, he's, he's okay all Nerves. around, but he's not a superstar yet. Yeah, he needs to practice. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, if he, he can work on shooting. He needs to practice some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, we, so, yeah, it's so nice to talk to somebody, a woman who likes basketball yeah and in great detail you really love the game so now as we get on the back end side in the last couple of minutes um let's talk about what your goals are with your music in the mm-hmm. future what are you trying to accomplish so i'm definitely trying to uh put out a new ep or album i got a couple songs so i think it might turn out to be an album so look out for that it's definitely different from my first ep definitely different from my singles i'm trying to hone back into the hip-hop side of me so i'm trying to um use more hip-hop beats but still with the jamaican flavor and uh, i'm trying to bring in a little more um fans or american fans english-speaking fans so they could actually understand what i'm saying um so yeah i'm gonna try to you know mix it up and just try to create something new i'm not trying to be uh just this regular artist reggae artist i'm trying to create something different for people you're quite the talent so so where where can people mm-hmm. find some of your music yeah definitely so you could find me on all music platforms um just type in kedanye k apostrophe d a n y e and i'm on all social media platforms as well um k apostrophe d a n y e you could find me on youtube Kedanye Music. So just put music at the end of it. And uh, yeah, you'll find me Spotify, iTunes, Deezer, all the lot. Nice. Guys, man, you get to meet so many cool people in the world. Um, this has been a year in the making with Kedanye. Um, she's a she's an international um, superstar at this point. Um, <laughs> and she's working her way to doing wonderful things. She's super talented. One of the best MCs I've ever heard. And so, guys, thank you. Please look up her music. Support black music. Support black people. We got to put money into each other's pockets, man. These music industry takes advantage of people and things. And, that, and if you also want to send her some music or some beats, you want to work with her, please do that as well. So, guys, thanks for coming on another episode of the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. Peace. <laughs>